Welcome to Meet the Industry. Please have a seat. The show is about to begin. Good morning, Vietnam! Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll! job but i've been here since oh so um like this is not your um, primary profession uh being a musician yeah in a death metal band in india no <laughs> it's not <laughs> as much as i'd love for it to be but no yeah right so uh you you were original i mean you were there in pune first then you came to bhopal for some time and then ended up staying in bhopal No, I am from Bhopal. I used to uh, work in Pune when it was band-related work. That's where I'd be. Okay. Uh, I'd crash at my bandmates' place at my drummers, and we record like when I have to record an album or rehearse for shows or something like that. Huh. I used to live in Pune when I was uh, pursuing my college degree for a sound engineering, and then I came back to Bhopal, lived in Indore for a bit, and then I just you know went back and forth between Pune and Bhopal. Bhopal is where I live. This is my house. Yeah, because I did uh, read that you the band is actually from Bhopal, but then I think I read somewhere that uh, you guys were in Pune and then Bombay. Oh, dude, we've been Bombay. all over the place. We we started as a Bhopal band with Bhopal members. Uh-huh. Then we had some Indore members, and then it was a mix of Indore and Bhopal. Bhopal and Indore are very close by. It's like two hundred kilometers, three hours apart. So we okay. shared members from Bhopal and Indore. and then that tend to go out as planned so we got some more serious members from pune and then eventually okay. the members that were left from bhopal and then we moved to pune and then we made it work somehow okay okay and uh, how old is is the band like uh... the band is in its 7th year now but uh, with okay. this lineup like we started taking the music more professionally and seriously after we had this new lineup uh, from pune okay. and mumbai members So that lineup is now two and a half years old. Okay. So so what did you do for the first uh, four and a half years? Like, were you just jamming or were you performing shows? Maybe covering other bands or what? What? No, it? dude. That's that's something that uh, I'm very proud of. The since the very first Kelkaun show, we have been playing originals. We did play a few covers here and there, but we have never been a strictly cover band oh, that man. had uh, oh. one or two originals. We've yeah. already focused on original music first. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, before we like started taking things seriously, we were like all over the place trying out new members. It's very okay. hard for uh, hard to find serious musicians being our age and the kind of music we want to play. And uh, yeah, people don't used to take it seriously. you know yeah Because eventually real life came into play like they have to pursue that college degree or start their job yeah stuff like that yeah finally we're in a good place member wise so right. now we can take things seriously but yeah before that we performed college festivals local club shows and we made a lot of original music we compiled all of that stuff never really recorded because uh like my standpoint was very clear that whenever we go into the studio i want to be like really sure that we're going to make a good album good record you know i we yeah. didn't want to half ass things yeah because yeah because lots sure. of people do that like 
they are like okay we have original music sounds good let's go for it let's record an album yeah. and uh, there's a certain level of finesse some experience and other things that you need to go for a full length album attempt and okay. i want to have a grasp of how things work before we did that and that is when i was in a good place like yeah the music sounds fine now that is when we started recording so what what have you been doing um you know before you recorded the album i mean professionally what do you, what do you do me how I, do you like uh, get time to you know uh, think about an album recording it and you know getting to that le- bringing it to that level where you are finally comfortable with releasing the album i think uh, it's all about being comfortable with the unit first of all right like you need to be sure that the guitar player knows knows his parts and uh, the drummer knows his parts that is yeah. like the primary concern of any band before they hit a studio because yeah. lot of bands they have lots of last minute changes you also need to be sure that you trust your members enough to make those last minute calls like right. okay this part could sound better when you make it this way stuff yeah. like that and uh, you know personal experience being comfortable with your instrument with your uh, material with your lyrics especially the material because uh, when you're writing original music you need to make sure that it is something that people like for a long period of time you know it's not yeah. a yeah. like flavor of the week kind of a thing correct like people listen yeah. to it they are like impressive and then they forget they move on to the next thing yeah. so you need time to make sure that that doesn't happen yeah. like these are my concerns personally so in that do you uh, for example like make a song and then um, make your friends and other bands listen to it like how do you sort of uh, get feel your feedback yeah how uh, do you feel it out live shows mostly like the first album comprises of songs that we've been playing live for almost 6 years now okay. all of the songs except okay. for the title track title track is the only fresh new song on the okay. album other songs are like we started when we were 18 years old yeah. we don't know a lot of things when we are 18 we are sure of that we know a lot yeah. of things but we don't really yeah. so yeah the first album has been kind of like a coming of age story lots of songs that were a certain way but they evolved over time and they become a certain way yeah change of members influence that a lot right stuff like that yeah so yeah we were finally in a good place like these set of members work the songs sound as good as they can Hmm. and now it's probably a good time to record the debut album like the first album is a lot of thought process lot of hard work because you only you only get one shot at doing your first album you know true true so yeah wanted to make sure that it was a good effort and now that we have gone through that album recording and releasing and promotion process we know what mistakes we made and we know what things could be better so Right. it can be a quicker cycle from now on you know we right. can look at released uh, albums every other year okay so you think that uh, now you have enough material to be able to regularly churn out albums and regularly as in not like say every 6 months or something but you're confident that within a certain time frame you'll be able to make another album and push it out and yeah definitely also, and uh, more than the writing process it's the budgetary concerns for independent bands like us yeah. because 
releasing an album it's a like it's a costly affair it's a costly affair because for sure you you're looking at uh, the fees of the sound engineer the recording studio for drums and vocals yeah. and uh, you have to hire a nice publicist a pr agent and you have to right. spend money on videos various videos right. like you have to release at least 3 videos just in the pre promotion uh, process <laughs> so right. all of that is like it comes out of our own money uh, it's our own yeah. pocket yeah. that we have to put it from we are not backed by any labels and we come from like humble middle class families all of us so yeah. it's the time that uh, mostly goes it's it it is like we have to save money all of us individually yeah. we have to have a balance we have yeah. to have a like vision that we need this much money in this much time so we can actually start the process right so these are the things that we learned in the so, first album yeah uh i mean you know usually since musicians always have this um challenge when it comes to releasing an album because of financial restrictions bands come out with a single or an ep and stuff like that mm. why have you never released an ep or a single before to just sort of put yourself out there and yeah have some fans who are just you know death metal fans be able to discover you on some platforms through and through some other band and come across say okay we did we actually released a single called corruption causes catastrophe it is a song on our album but it is a revamped edition of the song that okay. you listen on the album but we okay. did a version of that before and uh, we released it on slam worldwide which is like a very reputed website for bands yeah yeah i know and fans to find uh, bands death of this band. very specific underground through yeah. we slam death metal yeah and yeah the response was great but again as we evolved i wasn't really happy with that sound but the and response was great in the sense that did you have a lot of engagements on youtube or yeah uh, youtube engagement because yeah at that time people weren't really familiar with the streaming platforms and everybody wasn't on spotify back then yeah so yeah, yeah youtube was the only way we could do it i learned how to make a L- lyric video like an animated i learned after effects youtube tutorials okay. all all budget it was all diy you did it yourself yeah, all completely diy dude all the way because now that we've done an album this uh, in fashion like diy that is the way we're going to keep doing it because it saves a lot of money, money and it, for sure it yeah. it and it's possible to do uh, you know at least it's possible to achieve your objective of making a lyric video sitting at home on your laptop without the need for you know having it uh, look very professional or extremely proper and prim uh, so it's possible to make decent quality stuff and put it up online by yourself it's it's yeah, about so why not? judgment you know it's about what kind of videos you like and how uh-huh. you judge a video is good or bad it's like it comes down to that and yeah like if i look at that video now i'm i'd be like okay that is some amateur stuff but for a 2016 17 band was still True. finding their True. way it's probably okay yeah i wouldn't you know pass that for a good music uh, lyric video for my band right now yeah. but back then it was okay yeah. and uh, exactly yeah and uh, so basically uh, you had released a single but uh, you know still coming out with an album sort of requires some confidence and yeah, i'm guessing that exactly. you had that confidence because of your uh, i don't know fans or just 
someone who's validating you validating what you're doing yeah we where did the validation come from was it mainly live shows live shows or? yeah totally okay. we've been on the circuit for all this time we've played every show we'd play anywhere like anybody who'd have us we'd go and play and initially we'd put in our own money travel uh, yeah. food stay everything we just wanted to play we were one of those bands we loved playing live we yeah. loved interacting with people we loved you know hanging out after parties we yeah. you know like to pride ourselves as the life of the after party we drink all okay. your booze smoke all your pot we feel that bad you know so right. that is where we gathered most of our following and friends that is yeah. how we like to do it and the, did those fans like stick around with you like in terms of, of course, case, if you're of playing course. if you're playing in the city they have to come see you Yeah, because totally. uh, like I mean, there wasn't much music to buy online. So in that way, financially, they can't support you. The only way they can support you is by coming sure. to your shows. Yeah. yeah, that is one thing that you'll find in the metal scene. Like uh, the fans are very loyal because that yeah. to be into this kind of music, you have yeah, to be very exactly. passionate in the first place. Exactly. And yeah. Even the artists, most of our fans and friends are other uh, bands and other artists. Other than that. the fans that come to our show if they like us they do come back and yeah it's been all positive so far touch wood so far that's amazing and uh, about albums so me personally i'm like when i'm looking at a release what i like to listen to is a full length mm-hmm. album you know because it's Same. like a story book chapter 1 yeah. yeah. chapter 2 yeah. middle section yeah. last section last few songs you know it, it is a good structure of it's, an album it's that a is dying a high trend thing. it's a dying trend but even it is I a dying have... trend and it is sad but i'm going to keep yeah. that up i'll be focusing on albums only we are also planning like a bunch of eps low budget eps with program drums and stuff it's still okay. a like whisper in the ear but okay. we'll see where that goes but our primary focus is going to be on full length albums only because that is how i like to opt it personally yeah and i mean with bands i usually prefer the album because you get to see the whole range of the band and exactly in you know, the slow like, song the fast song yeah. the song with the lyrics yeah. all of that you can only find that in albums yeah. and uh, these days bands most not even eps bands are like they release one song we'll milk uh, we'll milk that for 3 months and then we'll release another song and hmm. you know i mean fuck the current trends dude i like the yeah. way the old things are done i mean the fact that you're you know you're you're making death metal says enough fuck yous to everyone <laughs> so yeah i'm uh, all about the fuck yous <laughs> yeah and uh, so like uh, since since you're an old band and all i want to know about your about your members and uh, who who's been there who's not and something that sort of characterizes what your band is today the members who are there the members who are not there but sort of left an impression left get, left something with the band that still stays i, I want to know something about the chemistry of your band okay so uh, we started in bhopal me hmm. and my very old friend ocean the drummer and he's like a creative genius dude that like i have picked up a lot of songwriting skills from him and okay. uh, me and him we wrote like a so him being a drummer drum, and you being being a drummer and the guitarist yeah you so, picked up songwriting skills from him yeah dude he was very good at uh, you know structuring things right. and coming up with new very experimental sounding drum parts 
and we had that chemistry where he'd come up with the drum part and i'd just have the riff for that drum part and it would all make sense right. so that is how we did things and uh, yeah we wrote a bunch of songs together and then he left he had his own issues and we had to move on and uh, me and the vocalist vishal who still uh, in the band we are like the core of the band since uh, like since the very beginning okay he's like one of the, he's got one of the best pipes in the industry and uh, yeah i'm really blessed with a killer vocalist yeah he has a tremendous range he's also very creative about coming up with uh, parts like death metal is all about parts you know yeah. it's like this it's kind the of the part and then the boss. fast part yeah. and then the groove part that is what it is like yeah. the cooler the part the more it makes sense yeah and uh, after we moved on from our bhopal and dor phase we moved to pune we got new members and now like our drummer is a sick fucking drummer you do and uh, he can play like blistering speeds he can hold a good crew we have a like specialist guitarist like i write songs i'm the guy in the orchestra with the stick that is what i see my role is okay. so we have a, a second guitarist killer dude killer musician in general he has a lot going on like, you write songs a, means you write the lyrics or the composition i write the lyrics the compositions i like to micromanage everything Okay. I like when it comes to composing I think like a drummer first then I come up with riffs okay. sometimes it's a baseline that could start a song sometimes it's a lyric line that could start a song it's okay. different but uh, I'm a like how do you how do you come up with the drum parts like do you write those? I program I program drums and uh, that is how that is that is also how I demo all our material like I'll program drums I'll record riffs over it left right riffs and that is what goes to the guys that is like the basic structure okay. of a song and that is where we start from okay and yeah that is our band right now right we we also had a killer bass player who was a killer musician in general okay and like downright straight up nice dude and we lost him on the day of our album release oh and yeah shit. that has been the yeah. most shocking What's, thing i've had to go had to performed play. on the album yes yes he is the bass player on the album and uh, he is originally a guitarist he didn't even play bass he's just a mate helping a friend out okay and he started playing bass to join kelkaun and okay. he did a killer fucking job because he's right. he was just that genius musician yeah. uh, him and aditya our drummer they were in a bunch of different bands they were in a band called uh, shwa which is like a vedic metal rock band uh-huh. they have another very kickass equally as uh, impressive uh, death metal band called dead exhortation and uh, they are coming up with an album like before he passed he recorded all his material for dead exhortation okay. so he's a guitarist there i'm so sorry to hear about that i mean yeah, what happened it was it what is it, it was it was a freak accident yeah it was a freak accident okay. uh, he got was riding uh, driving or something or he was riding and like dude he is one of the safest riders i've ever known like he'd go half a kilometer away to buy smokes wearing his like uh, knee pads and arm right. guard and helmet and everything so he was that guy and but he was a like, proper biker like he loved riding not a proper biker he 
rode around town, you know, like on his convenience. Okay. And it was just a freak accident. It could have happened to anybody, but it happened to him, like the person who deserved it the least. And very genuinely nice guy, very friendly. I don't remember a single argument that I've ever had with him, which is weird. Him being my bandmate and all. <laughs> yeah. So he was one of he was that guy. That guy. He released his uh, solo album. After his posthumous solo album, we, we did it on his birthday on 13th of May. It's a very chill instrumental. It's the kind of music you'd listen uh, alone by yourself on a mountain or something. It's that kind of music. It is center fresh you can listen to. It's like that. Right. right. So, yeah. Yeah. Listen. Man, that's a sad. That's really sad. It's a it tragedy. is. And, and it was like just when your band, you know, was... Was picking things up. Exactly. Yeah. It's finally going up there and uh, I'm sure you guys were together expecting some great things on the horizon, ke, you know, play bigger shows. You know, yeah, dude, have, we, were, we were all, we were like prepping up for our first ever proper tour of the country and okay. it was shaping yeah. up to be quite a thing. Like we had ni- almost nine cities confirmed and everything was in place. Even after he passed, we were supposed to play our first show on 27th of March, you know, and it would have been a tribute to Mradul show. But because of the pandemic, everything got right. cancelled. I never even got to, you know, go back to Pune to pay right. my respects. I've been stuck here ever since. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tough. that seems like a century ago now. Like yeah, the lockdown has no lockdown in your head and in your environment because you you can't really do anything now that he's gone. I mean, you can't exp- you can't sort of express that out to exactly. anyone because there's no like, one around you. Being on the road is the only way we guys know how to express this shit. The right. only possible tribute yeah. we could think of. And we were ex- actually excited even after the tragedy, especially after the tragedy that we're going to... Yeah. Bring our music to the people. We're gonna show everybody what he did. Yeah, you know, yeah. that was our plan. That would have been, and we never got to do that. So, how's the band taking it? Like, I mean, were you the closest to him within the band? No, or? dude. Aditya was the closest to him. The drummer. They were. They've been playing in various bands Multiple for more bands, than six, yeah. seven years. Yeah. Aditya is your current drummer. Current drummer. Yeah. Okay. And he was there in Pune. He was there at the hospital. He he carried him to Bombay, his body and everything. So oh, man. it must have been really tough on him. I was here in Bhopal. I couldn't do anything at all. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, do you want to maybe dedicate something to him right now? I mean, in, in any way, do you want to sort of make a dedication to him? Dude, uh, the way I live my life from this point is a dedication to him because he was the disciplinarian in our band, you know. He used to tell us to do things properly, properly, not take any half chances, you know. If that riff doesn't sound right, you record it again, no matter how many takes you need. He was that guy, you know, the perfectionist. Yeah, right. He had a code, he had a yeah. sense of ethic. And yeah. best I can do is like carry that ethic, be a better person. You know, I used to tell him that if I have a role model in real life, it would be you. Like, you're so, such a sorted person. And right. it was, I literally told him that. I used to tell him that often. And the best I, best thing I can do, the only possible tribute I can think of is yeah. be a better person. 
yeah embody spirit exactly yeah so any any particular memory that you have with him which the way we met i mean uh, when that is like a very classic kill count story uh-huh. so what happened was we were with our old lineup and we had a show in raipur and they used to aditya and radul they used to play in another band called adamantium okay. it was a very heavy like modern progressive metal core gent type of a band okay so uh, them and us we were playing this show in raipur and we me vishal the vocalist radul and aditya we we have this thing where we like to smoke a lot of pot copious okay. amounts right and uh, as soon as we reached the place our place of accommodation huh. i asked the person in charge where can we smoke the pot huh. so he was uh-huh. like that garden just make sure nobody catches you huh. and the guys from adamantium are here and maybe they'd like a hit no, of course bring everyone in Huh. <laughs> bring your folks okay <laughs> and we we used to carry this small appy bottle and we used to make a bong of that bottle bongs bottle bongs totally yeah and the kind you can you know conceal very easily yeah in your pocket the kind of bongs you can do in train uh, <laughs> in toilets cabins yeah exactly yeah. so that is that is how we roll three people at a time in the same toilet Yeah, you need classic. to find that exact spot where you have to smoke it, smoke out, it out so it doesn't <laughs> get collected yeah. in the toilet. I have very done so that's... many classic bong stories. Yeah, I've done that so much. Not in trains, yeah. but like in those exact situations, I've been exactly where you can't afford to be caught. Yeah. It's yeah. it's been my it's been my own house a lot of the times, <laughs> and I'm literally and, and a lot of people think that you know bong is like that's a lot of smoke. That is that must be riskier. Yeah. No, dude. Joint is riskier because वो अगरबत्ती जैसा महकता है एक जगह रखा हुआ पूरे जगह पे सर्कुलेट होता है हाँ सर्कुलेट होता है बॉम या गार्बेज इन गार्बेज आउट सिंपल प्रोसेस सो या वी वर देव वी वर लाइक ब्रिंग एवरीबॉडी वुड लाइक टू स्मोक वी हैव दिस रियली क्रैकर पॉट या ब्रिंग एनीवन एंड जस्ट मरादुल एंड आद and okay. they were like hi we also play in a death metal band nice i i noted exhortation formalities formalities they did one hit each started high fiving each other went to their room and laughed their asses off and they kept on telling us that that was some of the best pot they ever smoked right. and uh-huh. later that evening uh there was a sound check and radul came up to me i was stoned still from the afternoon and uh, it was sound check time and he was talking about the bong hit and i thought he was talking about the sound there and we were both <laughs> having different conversations you know screaming at the top of our lungs while the guy is checking his snare yeah so yeah that that that's a very nice memory and many sense yeah, yeah very All positive and uh, i guess you just connected in some way there that yeah yeah we did yeah that was that was the first nail i mean after yeah. that we like Jelled, we bonded together. I also play in another band called Elemental, and uh, we used to have shows in where we'd stay, uh, share the stage. Dead Exaltation, Elemental, Dead Exaltation in Kelkaon. We used to all just chill together, party, and we were like we became friends regardless of what band we played in. And uh, when the band needed another drummer, I asked Aditya. He was like, "Yeah, definitely, I'd be up for it." So to have Aditya in the setup. I'd have to go to Pune, live with him for a month, 
teach him the songs and then come yeah. back to Indore where I used to work at that time. So it was a lot of hard work, but yeah. we were still yeah. a bass player short. And um, Nadal, being the friend he was, he was like, "Ki, I can give it a shot." I'm like, "Of course you can, and I'm sure you'd nail it." But would you do it full time? हाँ भाई के लिए कुछ भी मतलब भाई के लिए कुछ भी तो प्लीज भाई के लिए एहसान कर दे यू नेवर ऑन द बेस बट किल्ड एवरी सिंगल शो वी प्लेड इस स्टेज प्रेजेंस द वे ही लुक्ड ऑन स्टेज ऑल हाई एंड माइटी विद इस लॉन्ग हेयर ऑल स्वर्डिंग एवरीवेयर या मैन बनाने some of the mm. death metal bands you have either i mean indian bands who you have sort of grown up listening to or following them yeah uh, obviously gutslet gutslet comes to the mind first because right. they let us believe that playing this kind of music you can still be successful like whatever version of successful you'd like to take right But there is a version of successful for you in it if you are into this kind of music yeah. and that has been very motivational for us going forward you know right. because for everybody else who doesn't believe they can actually make it playing mm-hmm. the kind of music they are playing you just have to keep your expectations grounded i think yeah and yeah once you have done that there is some success to be achieved here or else you are just you know trying to sustain a really expensive hobby if you plan to yeah. keep on release releasing original music yeah then it's just an expensive hobby that's all it comes down to right so it's all about how you see it and uh, other than that same Gutslet, Godless, Undying Inc was like very influential for me when we grew up because they were a kind of band who you couldn't categorize them. You know, mm-hmm. they were one of those bands that okay, sunte you can tell that this is Undying Inc. You know, very original sound yeah. doesn't sound like any other band at all. Yeah, kind of like the flagship bearers for Indian metal for me back then. Right, Zegnema, like their live shows, I used to break my neck every time. <laughs> Elemental was a big influence for me because I was close to the guys. They were also like uh, they achieved some good success in the early times, and yeah, they were from a hometown. They were from around. Okay. So they were very influential, and uh, yeah, all these Mumbai bands, Devoid. I fucking love Devoid. Devoid. Trash that stuff. I, I I was like you know ever ever since I was in. Uh... From from school, as soon as I went into college, I started getting into rock and metal, and uh, I would listen to a lot of metal and rock at home. But the one regret that I probably would have would be to not have attended a lot of these gigs of Indian bands, mm. and I think I I sort of missed out on that. I missed that train, and you know, being part of that culture yeah. because yeah. I mean, I, I I love that music, but somehow I just never ended up going. I actually not have the right company you know man i was the only guy in in that, that back then who was listening to death metal and stuff while my friends did not know that death metal death What metal, metal was yeah and i was yeah, listening to everything man everything from like slayer to like dark tranquility to death to everything man sab black metal bhi sunke sab sab sunta hu main ghar pe mujhe maza aata tha bahut But just never could could, could get through. And Iron Maiden came to in Bombay. That was like the first time I. Two thousand eight. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever been to like a rock concert, and I was so mm. happy that time. I was like, man, fuck, we need to do this more and more. And I was more, yeah. bands playing these shows, you know. 
and then i ended up going to a couple of shows irock and uh, small gigs here and there that would happen but then yeah. like you said you know uh, zignima and uh, undying ink and all that these are just names uh, i've heard but never really experienced them first hand mm. like see that is where i was lucky because uh, i was really close with the elemental guys and they were close with everybody else so i had a gateway to interact with True. these people you know meet True. them real life yeah. while i was already you know obsessing over the sound how they looked on stage i yeah. got to learn on the job yeah. sort of yeah. you know while kelkon was still a young band that yeah uh, collected money and went to college competitions yeah. i was also going to shows you know watching them live i yeah. i used to just tag along with the elemental people on the shows they used to play and yeah. they played shows with providence zignema yeah. devoid everybody else Right. i used to you know interact with everybody through them right. and i also went to some really nice shows like big 69 there was only one of that it never happened again it it had like 50 odd bands i think every every good or significant indian band you could think of and more and they had some really serious international acts they had fresh got apocalypse carcass and yeah. some nice modern metal bands so i went to shows like that while i was still young and learning my trade so yeah that has been a good help you know what works on stage what doesn't how sound works because uh, nobody teaches you these things and lot of people just grow up figuring out how things work yeah and that was one thing i was very lucky at being uh, as young as i was yeah being exposed to these things yeah and uh... apart from the indian bands i mean i actually want to talk to you about the indian scene but first i just want to talk about the sound of your band and you know how your sound was 7 years ago when you started off what were the bands that inspired you how you made your sound unique in your way despite being inspired from say a, a grindcore band or a mm. deathcore band what was the history of the sound of your band like Yeah, uh, so we started trying to emulate what Devoid does okay. or what Zignema does. You know, mm-hmm. groovy but kind of extreme but very thrashy. My primary influence in those days was Slayer. I'm a big yeah. Slayer head. Like, yeah. I've I've grown up listening to and understanding to the themes that Slayer brings. I think that oh. death metal sort of comes from comes from Slayer. the Slayer's uh, Slayer brand of music exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. not the musical aspect because yeah. all death metal music comes from thrash yeah but the you know style those screams the screams and the solo aggression not the musical aspect even the lyrical themes you know yeah. the we don't yeah. give a fuck about this human race and we don't believe that god exists and those kind of extreme ideologies right, uh, right. that kind of come from slayer and the music the groove part i picked that up from pantera so those two have been very influential in my style right. and after that it was just about finding the right type of like minded people and they bring in their influences like right. ocean was very into progressive music dream theater and stuff so yeah. that is where the experimental thing came from and yeah. then together we discovered the very underground slam music which was very new and very refreshing for us Yeah. nobody was doing that yet we weren't even familiar with cutlet back then right and uh, we were like ki acha ye karte hain ye to koi bhi nahi karta maybe this is our ticket out of mediocrity yeah. yeah so we uh, brought in those influences and 
eventually as i got a faster drummer a better guitarist to work with oh. a vocalist who could growl deeper and scream higher so right. i have gotten the other extreme influences in as well you know my job uh, as the writer and composer and stuff is to pick up these elements that we can make work in our music and make it our own yeah so we we just pick the best of things that i like and everybody else likes and yeah the combination is unique so it sounds unique that is what every death metal band does you know yeah. i mean It's kind of about you know trying to be more extreme than the band next to you but also exactly it's not about that it's about what makes your head bang it's about what yeah. makes you feel like okay that is a song i would love if it was by some other band it is kind of like that yeah. and uh, yeah in at least extreme technical sort of death metal i feel like every band has a very unique sound no two bands can even sound alike because there are so many elements to work with the yeah. blast beats the skank beats yeah. and the grooves yeah. and the breakdowns and the guitar tones and the kind of vocals there are so many elements that every combination sounds unique in itself it's not like pop music where you have a dedicated yeah, formulaic exactly yeah, yeah exactly it's not even like thrash music you know even thrash music can get a little formulaic after some time it does you it know does. two thrash bands can sound alike can but can. i'm not trying to thrash thrash bands yeah but uh, as a you know as a, you know what yeah. you mean the distinct quality of death metal and extreme metal per se extreme sacred. death metal exactly yeah. i mean a lot of old school death metal can also sound alike but mm. you know the modern technical and uh, death metal where everybody has a lot of influences to draw in from like yeah. for me like cattle decapitation aborted dying fetus origin I, they'll all sound very unique Yeah, I actually Cattle Decapitation is one of my favorite extreme metal bands, and I yeah, discovered dude. them recently. Man, fuck their new album is mind blowing. Death Atlas. Yeah, me Death personally, Atlas. I I like their album Monolith of Inhumanity the best because huh. uh, in that album is where uh, you know Travis was still experimenting his very that high screechy melodic thing he yeah. does. Yeah, he was still experimenting and he wasn't like fully into it yet. He kind of like, has mastered that in Death Atlas. Mastered that. Uh, he also mastered that in the Anthropocene Extinction. Anthrop- that is actually yeah. one of my favorite albums by Catalytic. But see, Monolith, I liked because it was very raw, very no. disgusting sounding. You know, <laughs> he had a lot of things to offer in that album. Yeah. After that, he started doing that melodic high thing, like in yeah. almost every song and. For me personally, it was kind of a turn off. I still love both those albums, but I like, I like Monolith better. Yeah, Death uh, Death Atlas. I loved in terms of the production, the technical. Oh yes, dude. Oh fuck, man. Dave that... Otero, the guy who produces the the music, speed, dude, next yeah, level. Speed, man. And Dave Otero, the guy who produces, he's like one of the best in the business. He mm-hmm. also uh, produces Arcspire, if you're familiar, that ultra fast Canadian band, dude. They have the fastest vocals, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, he like, like shotguns kind of raps. He's fast. He's faster than most of the rappers today. Oh, he's that fast. He like keep up with the blast beats with his words, like, oh, like that. Okay. Okay. It's that's impossible to catch man. even for me. Yeah, that's some skill, dude. Yeah, check out that man. For sure, for sure. So yeah, I mean, uh, you have that. Extreme influences from Catholic Capitation and stuff like that. Aborted mostly. Aborted is my favorite band. Okay, okay. So those those are your uh, influences. And uh, any 
other homegrown influences that you would sort of say apart from so gut gutslet is probably that influence I yeah guess. probably it i think also devoid initially but not anymore because we have like evolved into a whole different category yeah. as a uh, death metal band so currently uh, no i don't think so we have any other influences right. it's like no, i think you are in a place, in a, in a place where we can exactly we, we know what we sound like now yeah you know that is the thing that i was waiting for before i started recording an album because I wanted to be sure that this is yeah. what I'm going to sound like in 10 years from now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It takes when time. When I put also. out exactly mm-hmm. when I put out my yeah. second album, it needs to sound. Yeah. At home, like it. Okay, yeah. this is a album. This is an album from Kill Count. Lot yeah. of bands back in the day, like very even the legendary ones, the mm-hmm. first albums and second albums and third albums sound very completely apart from each other. Yeah. and it sound yeah. that is uh, you know so also very time unique for bands to sort of understand what they've done and then after they've released a song they kind of understand now what they want to do and that evolution sort of becomes very prominent when you see it, their albums when you hear their albums with you exactly. it's like you've you've you know sort of back tested your own evolution mm. and then mm. put it out there as yeah, your yeah wanted to be album. sure exactly yeah and, and man, also was, we've been Sorry, continue. Sorry, we've been like very blessed with a good team, other than the band. So, uh-huh. uh, like our producer is he's like a part of the band. He'd given his inputs mm-hmm. and mixing engineer the Akash Sherpa. Right. So the recording the who, or the songwriting when the producer just the recording and the engineering aspect because the songwriting is a like it's a very personal thing for the band. Right. But right. other than that, you know, making the band sound like they're supposed to sound, it's a yeah. very big deal. For sure. Producing aspect. The first. How the guitar should sound. How the drums should sound. Are yeah, they the tones and enough? stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So I that was blown by the the production quality of Kill Count. I mean, the first time I just thanks, man. Thank came you so across much. the band's uh, album, and uh, when I came across the band Kill Count, I didn't know it was from India, and I started playing. And I think I think that's the biggest compliment I can give you. That yeah, man. I heard you. I I did crowd work listening to you without the prejudice of you being in India and yeah. it it appealed to me immediately and I was like okay fuck the production's great then I started observing the style the the extremity of it and all mm-hmm. and it it appealed to me I liked it I really liked it so I heard the whole album and then I started going on Google finding who Kill Count is where are they from and I was like okay fuck these guys are from India and I was like so I was feeling proud that you know fuck man there there's like I feel that this this band is there right now that you know really shines among the bands that are up there. You know, it for me it feels like it's because of the production mostly. I know the production. Yeah, and it's it's really proud work, dude. And we have Akash Shepa to thank for that. Like a big shout out to him. Uh, he sings in a band called Effort Guys, and he's been producing bands for almost four five years now, hmm. and. Our album was the first major thing that he did, like a first full-length album with okay. live drums and like a whole production scheme and everything. Mm. And yeah, it's really proud work, dude. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. We've worked really hard for it. Mm. Like we took our sweet time, like the production and post-production, pre-production recording process. Yeah. Since it was DIY, we had the luxury of taking as much time as we could, and right. we made sure that it went in the right direction. And to direct us in the right path akash right. is like very responsible right. that and also our artist shob uh, shobham ja 
he is the guy who did our artwork and he does our t-shirt prints and uh, our and two stuff. posters yeah everything everything that requires original branding. artwork he is our guy branding exactly right. not a lot of bands have that you know a guy yeah. who yeah. takes care of their visual right. identity yeah. and so that's you know, very important basically to have yeah it is yeah so we like, have that like guy. a wardrobe designer or something you know for exactly everything. like a wardrobe designer but <laughs> yeah. most bands just hire the guy for that particular job like yeah. they want a poster done they'll ask this guy to do that poster we have yeah. we don't we have the luxury of not having to find a guy right so uh, since you said that you know you took your own sweet time to record the album uh approx how long did it take what was the writing process like like you know did you get all your inspiration at in one uh, time window like in one time or was it in bursts of inspiration that you wrote your songs and composed them the, the songs have been written and composed for a long time except for the you told yeah except for the title track but yeah. again like when once you once you start recording it's a lot of evolution in the same songs yeah. and it all has to come together in a way exactly and uh, once you start recording the hanging sword over your head that this is the final version no more changes yeah. after that yeah. so you're very creative in that in those last to make certain decisions also about exactly it. on the fly yeah. so that has been the best time of the band dude like recording the first album right. we started with the drums we uh-huh. were very sure that we were going to do live drums which is an expensive affair but we were yeah. lucky enough to have a room and a mic set up and everything but would be the source that you that. wanted you were sure about doing live drums i mean are you saying that if you if you could do away with a drummer you would like i mean you would play without a drummer are you saying that like no no we wanted live drums strictly and uh, live 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 recorded drums no, and, no uh, program drums basically no program drums right. like most yeah. of the bands when they starting out they go for uh, like drums. program yeah. drums because yeah. it's easy it sounds good because it's less expensive and all i mean to get a good sound out of a live recording setup it's yeah. very expensive yeah half asking a live uh, drum recording pointless. is like it pointless exactly it yeah. doesn't make any good sounds and a programmed uh, set sounds better you yeah. give me one second sure sure yeah about that yeah no anyway, problem as i was saying yeah. so we had a room like the mm-hmm. place where my drummer used to live mm-hmm. he like soundproofed an entire room he had his drum kit in his house yeah yeah it was a nice setup huh. uh and we went we like uh, again diy we figured out how we could make it sound good on our own before even akash came into the mix yeah and uh, we went through a whole phase of recording the, all the songs mm-hmm. and then we scrapped all of it and then we re-recorded it after akash joined huh. and uh, we recorded the guitars on our own me and laksh we took okay. our sweet time again you know so you would do we that in a studio uh, or uh, in your in a room? bedroom dude because we recorded di tracks we don't need a studio okay. for that just a bunch okay. of amps and headphones to monitor okay. so we recorded di tracks again took our sweet time layers after layers and uh until it sounds best mm. same thing with the bass guitar and for the vocals me and vishal again we did one song in one day like again huh. taking our time would you and provide some backing vocals also we had like two sections of gang shouts but vishal is very yeah. particular about how he likes his vocals 
I mean, I had to really convince him to even allow this gang shout. It's like his department. He gets the last say about the vocals. Right. As much as I like to think that I know everything, but yeah, some yeah. things. Fair enough. So yeah, that is that was the recording process. After that, there was a lot of post-production stuff. We punched in some keys. There was a whole instrumental interlude kind of a track called Holocaust, which was like separately made after Lux did uh, all of it on his own, on his own, and. Uh, Solos were the last thing that we recorded. Again, me and Lux took our time with that, re-recording and recording solos, trying out new ideas at the last mm-hmm. minute. And yeah, and then the okay, mixing so process is the second guitarist. Okay, Lux the second. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. He the, he like writes and records most of the solos. I have a few here and there, but he is the solo guy. Okay. Yeah, and uh, again, the mixing process was a long one because. Akash mixed song number one first, and there were like several ten to twelve drafts of it. You fine tuning everything. Yeah. Every little aspect. Every detail. Yeah, every detail. Had to make sure that it sounds great before you could, you know, take it further. Yeah. So that is that was the goal, and yeah, it took about six to seven months just the mixing process, and mm. that is where mm. that is after when we yeah. got out our first. Like then we got started on the video. So during the mixing, how involved are you in terms of how the band sounds? You know, after very recording? very involved uh, for the mixing. You're always process, in the studio when the yeah. mixing is going on. No, not in the studio, but me. Akash lives in Siliguri, so of course I can't be there physically. Huh. Okay. But it's a lot of back and forth. I like record, to write. He sends it to you. You. Yeah. I I like I like to pride myself on writing extremely detailed emails about exactly what I want to change huh. about. Huh. Huh. what part of the song and uh, yeah it was like very nice communicating with him because it's easy when a guy is there who gets you yeah. you know and who's as involved in the project as you are yeah. he's and not he a guy we hired for the job yeah exactly he was details you're talking about he won't exactly. bash you up saying kya re bro what kya bol raha hai sab ha ha it's not like that because <laughs> he understood how important it was for me and also for him because that was like a solid portfolio for him you know yeah. like this is a producer he's new in the game and this is what he can do it was kind of like that for him too so again it is about him being a brother in the band not a guy not an outside person that we hired to do a job so he yeah. would be just as involved unlimited revisions he'd give it all his all of his yeah attention yeah. it was like that so yeah it was fun working with him and i don't think i'm going to jump ship about the producer for at least a couple of releases sure about that part right it's yeah, just man. convenient it's easy i mean easy. if it works then why change it you know exactly why fix something that and broke exactly yeah and what about the lyrics like how do you get around writing a song like i mean do you have to sort of i mean i, I don't know how this works like it's always sort of made me curious as to how someone write such extreme lyrics what's the thought process what's their state of mind when they are when they are writing some things are you like you know drawing inspiration from what other bands have written or are you reading some kind of material that inspires you to write about this or do you have your own philosophy or theory as to why you are expressing your aggression through words mm-hmm. so what is it like i mean uh, me personally i like to write about things uh, i like to write about i like to rant about problems Mm-hmm. but problems that are always going to be there you know so i won't be inspired by say 
the CAA or the CAB movement that used uh, to happen in Kashmir. Uh, no, yeah. that didn't move me as much uh, because these issues they come and go, dude. Come and go. Right. So I know what you mean. It's, it's always something or the other with these people. They always need something to be angry about. Yeah. They always want something to express their opinion about. It's yeah. all about the individual in the end, you know. They want to be seen talking yeah. about something like, look, yeah. here are my two songs about or yeah. frustration. <laughs> exactly. The, the, yeah. Yeah, everybody, check out my opinion on something that no one is going to give a shit about in a week from now. It's like that, you know. So I hate that. If you a politician or opinion, it's not that important. It's not that important because, you know, individualistic is not But yeah, when I write lyrics, they usually just come to me, you know. I can't force myself to write lyrics. Right. Because I'm working with a different vocalist, you know. Hmm. A vocalist hmm. has to fit in. Relate, uh, to, fit, it. relate yeah. to it. Not necessarily, but okay. fit into his uh, vocal patterns. Because okay. huh. he writes vocal parts. And I write lyrics. So it's kind of a crossroads. Yeah. You know? yeah. He yeah. writes the vocal patterns. I was I was listening to your Raja Kumari podcast just before Achha. this. Huh. And huh. I, you know that part where she explained how the rhythms and everything, they come into yeah, the... She, yeah, yeah, I remember. Exactly. So since death metal, there isn't much singing. It's all percussive. Especially yeah. the vocals. Yeah. You know, vocal isn't... Uh, to fit into the groove also. Exactly. It is a different groove in its own. It's a yeah. very... It's a percussive instrument on its own. You know, the patterns are very moving. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. he comes up with the patterns. He is the one who's good at that part. Yeah. I'm the one who writes the words. So, I have to fit into his phrases sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I can come up with patterns on my own. So, I have to explain it to him why I'm not using his pattern. Okay. <laughs> Again, conflict. Right. right. Error that comes with it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a process. It's a long process. And... Uh, Two songs I wrote in the last moment while mm-hmm. we were already we already began recording, mm-hmm. and a bunch of songs I've like always had them written like mm-hmm. since day one. Mm-hmm. So it's different with every song, mm-hmm. and I can't force myself to write lyrics. It's like that, you know. Right. It's not like a job that I can do when I'm asked to. But it just comes to me. Is it something you do? On a consistent basis, that week I was sitting in song week, next week I will write song in the next week. Exactly, it's not like that, you know. I mean, if I'm uh, the right amount of stoned in the right kind of a setting, <laughs> I'd be listening to my own song in my own head and listening to what Vishal does with his vocals. And hmm. I would like, okay, other than going bark, 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 if he said this, it would make sense. Hmm. And then I'll connect that sentence and I'll explore a theme out of it. And then I'll write a bunch of paragraphs and then I'll come up with the title and make sense of it. Right. So it's all connected, but it's uh, not a streamlined process. Hmm. I am ho- I'm hoping it can be a streamlined process soon because as we progress, I'll have to do this more often and I'll have to be simultaneous. I'll have to maintain quality checks, be consistent. Yeah, dude, quality is the worst thing because... I know when lyrics are shitty and I can't just go with it. You know, I yeah. can't just roll with the punches right. because yeah. it's death metal. It's not like that. Yeah. I yeah. have a very crippling need to write words which to appeal to at least me. Yeah, it has to be honest. Yeah. It has to be about something, you know. I'm yeah. very serious about writing the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. In the end, nobody... No, we don't make pop music. No, we don't make pop music. If you're a girl and a girl, you're a girl. 
Yeah. Or I like to play around with words. I like to use metaphors and stuff. Huh. Like the you're, song you're WMD. And man, it's not just about writing words that fit exactly. into a song. You're expressing yourself. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, my my style of writing it just comes to me. Right. And I like yeah. to rant about things. That is the yeah. brief version. what you're talking about correct so that was about your album conflict and terror your sophomore album and yeah. um, so how how was the i mean i think i just want to know some of the notable shows that you've played some shows that made an impact on you you so um, you loved playing how the crowd was we've headlined a bunch of college competitions mm mm-hmm. In being Bhopal? on the other like, not in bhopal like everywhere mm-hmm. places mm-hmm. various like we have headlined uh, iim indore twice like mm-hmm. they have these two separate uh, competitions type festivals we were like the judging and headlining band for both of them in the same year mm-hmm. and uh, we have co-headlined at uh, ransack debrugad university that was a huge show like 5000 something people and oh, he has a yard yeah, massive crowd and last year like this was our last show uh, we headlined in indra college pune so the reason why i'm mentioning these shows is because hmm. there is something very fresh about playing to an audience which is like open minded and receptive to what you have to offer so you're that saying that time, these people were open minded like uh, out there I mean, to they, they they didn't like the feedback was positive Mm. I mean, see, that is the kind of crowd like uh, bands like us can really connect to when we're looking for new audiences mm. because mm. they are young mm. and they would literally take anything that you that the college organizers put so in front of them as the headlining act. So that amazing. is an advantage right there. It's amazing, man. Cause uh, so I have been like uh, performing DJ for two years, and uh, dude, like most of the shows that we play while starting out are empty they are literally empty dance floors dude we have you know? played so many empty shows that i i can't even count and most of them are like club shows uh, you know mostly metal organizers are just people like us same kind of yeah. guys who are doing it Correct. for the passion who are not yeah. making any bar not even like clubs for metal or like bars exactly they are just like bars which they have they know a guy who uh-huh. knows a guy and he'll yeah. Very get it all arranged yeah it is like that so as long as you can get 150 to 200 people to show up to a gig like that it is a success because yeah, everybody is sure. in your face everybody is moshing yeah. everybody is having yeah. a great time and uh, the good thing about such a uh, small crowd is that everybody is there for literally the music there are no poses there's yeah, nobody who is exactly. there to scope out the scene check out the hotties yeah. and because it's not like it's who are band sunne gaya and you'll be like chal thoda time sunte hai mazaa aata hai ke nahi you either ah. like it or you don't like or you don't exactly so it is a very niche crowd yeah. and it is a very refined crowd and that is the exact contrast which we find in college shows especially when we headlining see our initial days were all about the college festivals where we are the participating band and competitions yeah. you know something yeah. about the rush you have to do everything in half an hour including setup sound check and everything right. and yeah. as we have evolved as a band it takes at least an hour just to sound check because we have so many specifications yeah. now so yeah. many things that have to be right before we can even yeah. play the first note yeah. for the first song yeah so from there to now 
the crowds the college crowds they haven't changed dude they are always from of the same age group uh, when we started out we were younger than those people that we played for now we're older than them so yeah. from then to now the crowds haven't changed and you have a high conversion rate at places like these where the crowd is young receptive to anything new they'd connect to the grooves they'd connect to the energy and there are always your four or five guys there in the crowd who mediate who tell people what to do you know you always yeah, yeah. carry your crew nice so they yeah. are moshing and everybody's like what the hell are they doing yeah maza aa raha hoga main bhi karke dekhta hu so yeah <laughs> that's how and you and i got hurt man exactly. and on you yeah then they reach out to you after you're done because you know they want to meet the headlining band it is a big deal yeah. for them yeah we were like that when we were young you know when we are sharing stage with a band that we are very you know grew up listening to it was yeah. like a big deal to go meet yeah. them so yeah. they come they connect to us we chill people we you know after party ask, crew ha after party <laughs> crew we'll include everyone who's anyone <laughs> you know we'll drink their booze there there yeah. are hidden motives too <laughs> So yeah man then uh, so after these gigs i mean what, what do you have a crowd uh, sorry a fan engagement per se do you have any platforms or a community online where people talk about kill Co- kill count or they give you some kind of feedback or they share your music with others so it keeps changing with time you know when we started mm-hmm. out it was facebook it mm-hmm. used to be people used to put on pictures and they used to tag everyone if they knew everyone was on facebook Hmm. you know it used to be a thing that not everybody was on facebook now yeah. ev- now facebook is like for old people now apparently <laughs> yeah. i'm still on facebook and everyone's like you still use facebook huh. i'm like you don't what's up <laughs> everybody yeah. uploads instagram stories now instagram. Yeah. yeah instagram stories are the new thing so yeah, yeah that kind of fan engagement we get and right. yeah there's nothing different than uh, like we don't have a different platform that we use it's the right. basic and uh, how what about uh, like sales album sales and stuff do your fans look to buy music or are they happy streaming your music right now um, uh they like it's a bunch of different kinds of crowds see mm-hmm. we have all sorts all sorts of fans there are uh, people who can buy things so they support us by buying things there are other people who would just you know put on an instagram story that you need to check out this band you know they'll put the music yeah. there's the option of instagram uh, music too now like you can find okay. us on instagram music okay. you can search for kel count and you can place a 15 second clip there of any song so okay. nice okay. Yeah, i didn't depends. know about that i didn't know yeah about. yeah indian bands are on instagram music now it's very recent it happened like okay yeah month. yeah i know i know what you mean now okay so you have your songs up on that Yeah, we we're like oh, everywhere. Sick, Anybody you right. look for can come, you'll find it. We are on Geo Seven. You'll ask Alexa to play music. She will. Like yes. that. Yeah, man, that's the power of internet. Yeah. So about sales, it is like physical CDs and uh, yeah, just like the physical CDs. It's more like a collector's item now because yeah. on Spotify no. you get a better quality download. and yeah. even on bandcamp when you download the music it's a better quality than yeah. you find on a physical cd yeah. so cds are like a collectors item and uh, for our lp that the cds we uh, got made it is like a collectors item you'll get an eight page booklet and it's like a really yeah. nice digital but then cd in in practical terms do you think that it's that novelty is something that you should dedicate your time and resources to 
it is for the people who would like to buy those so we like we keep a minimum stock and as soon as okay. like it is about scoping out the market we still in our first album we still young as mm. a band who is making and uh, releasing original music yeah. so by second and third album we'll have a better idea of what works for us should we strict yeah. uh, should we strictly stick to digital or do we have more people who would buy physical goods because mm. lots of bands in our genres have fans who are serious collectors dude not in our country but our yeah. major target audience yeah. is in europe in uh, north right. america was, and uh, they uh, buy stuff that yeah, they, what about your international fans how are they reacting like how do they, they like that is a still a growing audience we have yeah. fans there yeah. but uh, we'd like to uh, have a bigger reach there so it will come with time nothing we can do to force it we can yeah. just be consistent and uh, keep churning out quality yeah. content that is that's, our job that is only the end that's what uh, really goes for works for you uh, for for any musician like the quality of music the consistency of it uh will eventually find the right fans is is what i believe exactly and we will see most people they expect a lot their expectations are not met and then they put it in the back seat and they like yeah it's a hobby we'll play shows when somebody asks us to and as it as long as original music is concerned maybe we'll release a single every fourth month so yeah. we we like a different approach we like to reach out to the crowd which actually buys things you know eventually i'd like to have a blood splatter vinyl of our album out you know things like those yeah. collectors items a Correct. board game with yeah. our signature branding on it you know stuff like that yeah. bands are selling popcorn dude <laughs> i bought it in the last album they sold popcorn they sold a hot sauce so yeah i'd like to commercialize a branding like that i'd like And to have a coffee out get creative with your merch exactly and, uh, and creativity is not an issue see we have creativity like loads of it we have so many ideas but yeah. we need customers we yeah need the demand and i mean exactly. that happens that actually does not happen with force like you pointed out it happens exactly. with it will uh, happen over time it's an innate reaction to someone who has made you feel something and if you exactly. feel that that connection is strong you will want to go and give something back to the band or the artist in some way or the other and the band yeah. all they have the to be ready with the yeah the see collectibles being the artist the best we can do is be genuine and true to the music we want to make and do it consistently without hoping a lot you know we we just, we just need to do our part and uh, if it falls into place it will happen if it doesn't at least we made music that we like that is the you know at least we are getting that out of it yeah so yeah it is about making the music that we like Yeah. and uh, <clears throat> in the current scenario what's um, what's the band doing like are you thinking right about performing making music how are you thinking about just surviving you know with, with, uh, in this pandemic yeah. and plus this yeah. is going to change things right you're not going to be able to perform for at least the next 6 months or something you know even if there are promoters who want you it's going to be a risk whether the event will happen or no people will come or no those kind of uncertainties are there yeah it will still take another year at least to go right. back to normal right. where people are going to come to shows in numbers but see what if i know metal fans as soon as there is any metal gig at all they'll show up yeah. you know if the government says that you can have a concert then we are going to show up we don't give a fuck about no 
pandemic i don't even know how real it is i've been going out every day i haven't caught yeah. it yet yeah i mean so, uh the thing is usa mein to literally people don't give a fuck they are doing mm-hmm. anything that they want to do any which ways so yeah. uh and india is also kind of the same in the sense ke hum log ye sab karne mein mahir hai rules todne mein aur jo karna hai wo karne mein so that's going to happen but uh, overall like do you have any do you feel the need to sort of cope with this situation or you're just waiting biding your time and just waiting for just biding our time to waiting see it's a good retreat it's a time to like me personally i've been training my stomach to feel more food okay you know things like that doesn't the weed work in that area ah dude it does i was almost about to head out before i saw your message like <laughs> yeah let's get that done first yeah. long commercial break and yeah i like my smoking up hasn't hampered anything and the pandemic hasn't hampered it and uh, about our plans so we just spoke like uh, things have been set in motion for a new ep like a low budget low production some distance yeah. kind of thing yeah Where we can probably you know get program drums except for real live drums and you know make things work somehow yeah with a few covers on maybe something like that something to draw the audiences in you know just yeah. to stay active right. we still yeah. have a bunch of videos we can release you mm. know which are uh, plans which we can execute while we are all at home mm. but uh, the thing that uh, stops all this progress is us not being able to you know gather up right yeah and make things work because again to write music and to record it we all have to be in the same room of course so we are just uh, biding our time seeing mm. when it can be possible and making plans that's it like recently i had a conversation with a fellow band i can't disclose any details yet but we are trying to plan a uh, like pan india tour sometime in uh, like summer next year mm-hmm. so that we for that to happen we have to start planning from now so the six month time that it will take there's a lot of preparation that can be done in that time and for uh, our business uh, preparation time is a must even for releases if you think today that we are going to release an album we can probably do it by 2022 because the entire year will go in songwriting yeah. then pre production then production then post production then promotion plans and everything it takes time yeah so it yeah it would take time can... ideally i mean everything has to be done in its own yeah systematic uh, way system yeah and uh, i mean i don't know if it makes sense to talk about royalties but is there like any... spotify royalties <laughs> streaming royalties virtually non existent for yeah for us it's even more non existent it's yeah. like uh for our friend circles it's a big deal that our band is on spotify i mean they yeah. don't know that anybody can do it it's like that so yeah. it will come when it will come you know no band was straight away launched into success with the first album we just Yeah. trust in our skills we trust in our what used to be that you know as a band you uh, back in the day you would be like okay we are launching an album 100 cd bikega itna paisa aayega you could hmm. do that back then today exactly. that is you not can't today you can't so, do that today and your only source of income is gigs uh, live performances gigs 
and then how do you think about this on a global scale like uh, are you looking at maybe i mean are you speaking to someone abroad trying to get shows there have you been in touch with someone about it about uh, abroad shows not yet we have tried getting a tour to indonesia mm -hmm. and even europe and all but uh, see first time when you go there you'll have to spend a lot from your own pocket oh, yeah. so it has to be worth it again like the yes. first album you have to make sure that uh, spending that much money is going to be worth it and then you need to have that money so yeah there's a, there are a lot of moving pieces for things like these and it will happen when it happens Right. you know yeah we will get the right crowd and right audience because yeah. right now what we can do best is keep be consistent in uh, you know churning out material more music more videos get an audience be sure about having an audience there before we uh, spend that money and go there yeah. you know yeah. you will do that in due time all in good time for sure and uh, it's yeah. good to know that like you know at least the focus is on music which uh, which which what which is what it should be that you know exactly because that is what in the end that is what it's about the the, uh, the music is what a band is about you know original yeah. content albums music yeah. videos and very live shows can only do so much yeah rationally if you can see music also is a business and your art is the product so if the exactly so better product is like increases your better chances for sure All right, man. Yeah. Good chat. Good chat. It was nice. Really That's nice good. meeting you. I, I, I mean, it's, I've, it's glad that you know I you agreed to do this. Uh, first time I contacted yeah. you, I, I literally messaged you the same day. Uh, <laughs> I heard your album and I was like, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge uh, metalhead still. I listen to a lot of music, so uh, it was great to be able to have you on the show. and i'm glad i think uh, this is the only coverage you have about a metal band so far yeah 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 so yeah and Good i'm so that's another reason why i'm so glad i it? hope i was gentle enough for you <laughs> bro uh, it, i mean it just feels like you know two friends chatting for the first time also yeah. and we've never you know met or anything different cities and stuff it it's been yeah. great and uh, the fact that you know you said first metal band on the show i when i did started the show this is exactly what i had in mind you know i i have that uh, love for metal and i knew that you know this has to come out in some way on the show i was intending to get bands and i was so happy with the band that i chose also right now to do this and uh, thank you so much i actually come from an electronic music background i would say cause uh, i started uh, i i I used to play drums in college. Uh, I started practicing my drums again, but between that, I got into electronic music production and DJing and stuff. So I have been in that circuit. You would, if if I may. So yeah, if it's any help, we like branded ourselves as EDM not a long time ago, but EDM stood for extreme death metal. Extreme so. death metal. <laughs> nice, bro. <laughs> So yeah, me coming from that background and doing these shows, uh, I, I was really glad to be able to you know do something like this first, and then having metal bands and talk about it. I have so much more to talk about about metal with someone, and uh, looking forward to doing more of this. And yeah, uh, hopefully, Ilman, I'm looking forward to catching you guys perform if if 
you guys come to mumbai sometime but oh dude long, of course we we, are, we like keep keep playing in mumbai but whenever we play next bombay would be probably be the first places we hit because that is the most of our crowd is right right man it's been so long since i mean i have been to a metal concert dude i have forgotten what it's like to stand in front of a stage and listen to a band let alone be on the stage yeah. i was literally last year uh, at this point actually last year in july i was in copenhagen and i happened to catch metallica for the first time that was oh, my last rock metal concert and i was still a school kid when they came to india and i wasn't allowed uh huh man i missed them when they came to india i missed i missed metallica i missed opeth occupying they sub miss kiya hai bro fuck opeth dekha maine opeth is bari dekha maine free mein wo bhi yeah where yeah we have this thing where we just switch the wristband nh7 ka and Achha. two guys come out with two wristbands <laughs> classic that way yeah, yeah. we played last year nh7 correct har cheez ki jogad sweet sweet cool man uh Thank you for doing this. Let's be in touch. And totally, uh, I'll follow you from my personal account because that is how people I'm, connect. I'm gonna do that. Social media. All right. Yeah, man. Keep in touch. Yeah. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Take care. Uh, see you soon. Yeah, man. Bye bye.